where we are privileged by the Lord Jesus to profess the magnanimity of who he is, the reality of his person, the actuality of his divine status and sovereign abilities. In worship, we take advantage of our association with him to describe his persona to him as revealed to us from scriptures. This together with praise are the highest forms of prayer. Join Pastor Prince and the Well Changes Nation every Sunday and Wednesday at the Well Changes Arena, Accra. And also follow us on our social media handles. You are blessed. When you walk in the God kind of faith, you have the final thing. Because the Christian is not operating under the name of Jehovah. The Christian is operating under the name of Jesus. That name has the final say. Ephesians chapter 3 says, I bow my knees unto the Father, of whom the whole family in heaven and on earth is named. That name is the name of Jesus. What does he say? He says that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things and beings in heaven, of things and beings on this earth. And of things and beings under the earth Jesus when we get born again we are baptized into that name pastor Prince word here join pastor Prince and the well changes nation every Sunday and Wednesday at the well changes arena Accra and also follow us on our social media handles you are blessed Twenty twenty two, are you ready? Yeah. Yeah. We are declaring twenty twenty two the, the, the year of ever increasing grace. The year of ever increasing grace. But grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus and Savior Jesus Christ. It says, but grow in grace. Not somebody say grow in grace. Now, the word grow there means to increase in grace. It means to enlarge in grace. It means that grace is in measures. True or false? Grace is in measures. Grace is in measures. So when it says grow in grace, it means he wants you to increase in grace. He wants you to enlarge in grace. So 2022, you are going to grow in grace. Join Pastor Prince and the Well Changes Nation every Sunday and Wednesday at the Well Changes Arena, Accra. And also follow us on our social media handles. You are blessed. Be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only. Be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only be doers of the word so the christian is a doer of the word the christian is a word practitioner the christian is an actor of the word we we live by acting on the word we see changes by acting on the word we see victories by acting on the word 
when you put the word of God to work, you will see results. But you see, you cannot put the word of God that you don't know to work. So when you are faced with challenges, what will you put to work? Will you cry on God or you put his word to work? The word of God is equal with God. Understand that. The word of God is equal to so when you have the word of God and you are putting it to work, it means that you are putting God to work. You are activating the power of God. You are activating the operations of God. When you put the word of God to work, you are putting God to work. Join Pastor Prince and the World Changes Nation every Sunday and Wednesday at the World Changes Arena, Accra. And also follow us on our social media handles. You are blessed. Jesus told us the word is a seed. Did he say it's a seed? So he says the sower went to sow the seed. That seed is the word of God. But when you put a seed on the table, would it germinate and produce results? No. Come on. Putting your seed on the table is likened to putting your Bible on the table and saying it to work because God has said it. So when a farmer takes a seed and puts it on his table and says, By, I'm expecting a harvest in three months' time, will there be a harvest? Come on. But does it mean the seed does not have power? Does it mean the seed does not have power? Does it mean that the seed does not have the fruit within it? Does it mean that the seed cannot germinate and produce? It can. But you see, the germination of the seed is dependent on the soil. The what? The germination of the seed is dependent on the soil. So when in the conditions, so when the seed is planted on the table, it will not work. When the seed is thrown on the floor, it will not work. But it is a seed. The seed is expecting good conditions. Without the good conditions, that seed will be a useless seed. Even though that seed has within it what it takes to germinate and produce fruit. Come on, is that true or false? Amen. That's why I say the word of God that you do not hear, you do not know, you do not believe, cannot benefit. Join Pastor Prince and the World Changes Nation every Sunday and Wednesday at the World Changes Arena, Accra. And also follow us on our social media handles. You are blessed. I command a change now. As I command a change now, receive your miracle. Receive your miracle. Take, 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 take. For four unique Sundays in the month of November 2021, join Pastor Prince for a refreshing time in God's presence. In 2018, we had a supernatural. In 2019, the extraordinary man. In 2020, the speed of the spirit. And in 2021, the theme is the God-man. See, there is a natural life. Do you know what I just said? Then there's a, there's a supernatural life. There's a natural ability or talent. Then there's a supernatural ability. The supernatural ability of God is with the Christian. Through the Holy Ghost. This Holy Ghost. I'll show you certain things this week. Oh, man of God ministered to me. Uh, he said that uh, something is close and something big is is close and it's going to happen very soon.
and I believed him and then I praised God for it. Now I've gotten an appointment at the Ministry of Health <laughs> as an administrative manager. You just said your salary was bad. Can you tell me how magnified the salary has become? Uh, times four. <laughs> times four! When I joined online from China, Pastor Prince prophesied and prayed for me. After this, I also joined LOF's one-on-one -on -one meetings and had the opportunity to meet with the woman of God, Pastor Mabel. She also prophesied about three things. Number one, for me to reconcile with my mother, which I did. Number two, about my marriage. And number three, about the exact date of my wedding, which happened exactly so. After the marriage, joining my husband in Hong Kong became a bit challenging for me. But during one of our services, Pastor Prince prophesied that he saw an opportunity opening for me to join my husband. Within that same week, the opportunity came and as I speak now, I am with my husband in Hong Kong. Glory to God. After the prophecy, I was shortlisted as part of the final nominees for the Ghana Event Awards Best Female MC category. To the glory of God and to my utmost surprise, I came out as a top winner. The grace of God is really here, and I want to thank Pastor Prince and Pastor Mabel. Join Pastor Prince and the World Changes Nation every Sunday and Wednesday at the World Changes Arena, Accra. And also follow us on our social media handles. You are blessed. It's that time of the year again. Festival of Healings and Miracles with Pastor Prince. I welcome you to our Festival of Healing and Miracles. Shout glory! Join Pastor Prince and the World Changes Nation every Sunday and Wednesday at the World Changes Arena, Accra. And also follow us on our social media handles. You are blessed. The coming of Christ is not because sin came. The coming of Christ is because God had preordained that Christ Jesus will come. And why had he preordained that? Because in the mind of God, even though he was creating the first man, there was a higher life and a higher person he was going to create. Jesus is higher in all ramifications than the first Adam. I'm seeing a depth before you. I'm currently in one. Currently debt. You also don't have the money now. You are asking for time. No, it's true. Is that true? It's true. It's like things have changed. About two years back, yes, it's true. things were very good, very better. Something happened. It's like some goose. Certain something happened with the goods somewhere. It's true. Oh, we bought certain goods and it was not correct. Everything was somewhere. Join Pastor Prince and the World Changes Nation every Sunday and Wednesday at the World Changes Arena, Accra. And also follow us on our social media handles. You are blessed. It's working of miracles with Pastor Prince. As, as the man of God declared over the room, he said, we are receiving a miracle right now. We are receiving a miracle right now. While in the room, on a Sunday evening. At the 
same time. At the same time, I I picked up my phone and right on my phone I received a notification of a transfer of money wow. for the contract that I was working on over the last two months. Beloved, who are who are listening to us? We, these are unending device fables. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Did not we did not rehearse what I shared. Yeah. We are only sharing with you that which we have experienced. Yes. It was a really disappointing uh, moment. So Pastor Prince um, prayed for me and I had a call on a Sunday evening from my supervisor's assistant, meaning that that year I would be able to graduate. Papa gave the word and then the HR just came and said she wants to see me in the CEO's office. Okay. So when I went, they said she's going to put me on the same scale. So I'm now on the same scale with them. Join Pastor Prince and the Well Changes Nation every Sunday and Wednesday at the Well Changes Arena, Accra. And also follow us on our social media handles. You are blessed. As the scripture has said, Great is the Lord in Zion. He is exalted over all the nations. Psalm 99 verse 2 Worship is that type of prayer where we are privileged by the Lord Jesus to profess the magnanimity of who he is, the reality of his person, the actuality of his divine status and sovereign abilities. In worship, we take advantage of our association with him to describe his persona to him as revealed to us from scriptures. This together with praise are the highest forms of prayer. Join Pastor Prince and the Well Changes Nation every Sunday and Wednesday at the Well Changes Arena, Accra. And also follow us on our social media handles. You are blessed. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Shout glory. So last week, Sunday, we started talking about furnishing a table in the wilderness. Is that true? Yeah. And today we are continuing. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. So let's go to Psalm 20, Psalm 78. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Psalm seventy-eight, man, verse eighteen. Psalm seventy-eight. Glory. How many believe that God can set a table in the wilderness for you, and will set a table for you? I said he will set a table for you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Is that not powerful? Mareti sete bolo bongo shusta legadish. Bolo bongo shusta lakapa. Is that not powerful? So he says that, and they tempted God in their hearts. By asking meat for their last. 
Mm-hmm. Sunday school, no talking. Every talking will take a rip. Amen. Go and bring me a cane. Hurry up. Yeah, they speak against God. They said, can God furnish a table in the wilderness? Mm-hmm. Now, let's, 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 let's stay there. So they said, can God furnish a table in the wilderness? Did they say that? The, the Passion Translation says that, like spoiled children, they grumbled against God, demanding he prove his love by saying, can't God provide for us in this barren wilderness? Will he give us food or will he only give us water? Amen. Amen. So they were provoking God saying that, can he set a table for them in the wilderness? Now where I want us to look at, because Sunday we looked at here, is from verse 23 to 24. 23 to 24. Oh, shout hallelujah. It says, though he had commanded the clouds from above and opened the doors of, of heaven mm-hmm, and had rained down manna upon them to eat and had given them of the corn of heaven. Now give me the NIV if you have it. The, the, the Passion Translation says that still he spoke on their behalf and the skies opened up. And the windows of heaven poured out food, the mercy bread manna, the grain of grace fell from the clouds. Is that not strange and powerful? This and had rain. Are you giving me the NIV? Why, what is happening? Amen. So what I'm trying can we just take our seats? What I'm trying to let you know is that when the people said, Can God furnish a table in the wilderness? And they made, they made reference to the fact that God had opened, had, had, they, they had, had made the rock to bring out water. And made reference to some of the things that God had done before. The Bible says that God opened the windows of heaven or opened the clouds of, the clouds of heaven or opened the gates of heaven. Amen. And rained down bread for them, or rained down, down manna for them, and also rained down meat for them. Amen. So there is an oppression, or there is an oppression of God that causes him to bring things into manifestation where there is nothing. And it's important that as believers, we don't only believe God for touching what we have, but we also believe him for providing or bringing into being what is not there. Amen. His ability to cause something that is not there to appear. Now, the, the Bible says that when they did that, he opened the windows of heaven. And I've said over and over that in the New Testament, the windows of heaven or the gates of heaven are opened unto the Christian. Amen. But when the gates of heaven are opened, like I said, whenever the gates of heaven are opened or it's opened throughout the New Testament, whenever the gates or the windows, like the, the Bible puts it, is opened, there is always a release of something. And most of the times, that release is the release of something which comes from the heavenly into the physical. So, you know, we are all in, 
Heaven is a dimension. Amen. Amen. Heaven is a dimension. Heaven is a place. Now, as we are here, as those who are born again, we are also in heaven. So the scripture says we are seated in heavenly place. Now, how are we in heaven? We are seated in heaven through our spirits. Amen. Why? Because as we are in this church, we are as much as in heaven as we are here. Because heaven is a dimension. It's a dimension. So it means that a Christian who is living under heavens can pull down something from the heavens into the earth realm. We have the ability to pull down things. But you see, because the church has not made, we have not made enough spiritual advancement. That is why we always think that all that we, are, we require or we need must come from the third dimension. The third dimension is the earthly realm. Amen. Amen. The fourth dimension is the spiritual realm or the heavenly realm. Now, many, many feel like everything you need must come. You see, there is a provision that comes from this medium, from the physical into your hands, from something you know, from some, somebody you know, and all of that. But there's also the provision that comes from the fourth dimension. It is that provision that the scriptures talk about, we talk about, when we talk about the riches of his glory. You see, when it begins to talk about that, or takes the church into the riches of his glory, to an inheritance, incorruptible, undefiled, the Bible says, that does not fade away. When you talk about our, inherit, our inheritance in Christ, it's talking about certain things that are beyond the seen realm. You see, there is a, there is a possibility for the unseen to fall into the seen. There's a possibility for something from the unseen realm to fall into the seen realm, depending on our level of spiritual advancement and our association with the spirit. Shout glory. glory. Who is following what I'm saying? Because you see, he's giving us a picture with the wilderness as a place. Can you give us an image of the wilderness? A place. A place where there is nothing. I don't know whether you get what I'm talking about. Do you get what I'm talking about? I said, do you get what I'm talking about? Because you see, when it says, the people said that can God furnish a table in the wilderness? He's talking about a kind of situation where you find yourself in a particular location where there is nothing there for you to survive on. He's taking us beyond the level of us thinking that provisions are coming from the earthly realm. The provisions coming from the, the third dimension where you think, oh, my uncle will give me, my auntie will give me, my parents can give me, I can go for this loan. I can. Do you understand what I'm talking about? He's giving us a different understanding, a deeper understanding beyond the level of our senses. With that, with, that, with that statement, can God furnish a table in the wilderness? What is the wilderness? Where there is nothing. What, what is the wilderness? Where it's like a desert place. What is the wilderness? Where there is nothing grows there. You can't plant a, a corn in the wilderness to reap or an rice to reap. Can you? No. So there is nothing that can grow there. 
But he says, can God bring something where there is nothing? That was what they were asking. And the Bible says, when they asked, the people of Israel asked, he actually did that. What did he do? He made the heavens open. And he made what they were after come to them in the wilderness from the heavens. So he was able to bring down into the earthly realm something tangible from the spirit realm. Did you hear what I said? In our work with the Holy Spirit, in our maturity in spiritual things, we will come to realize that is why we make advancement spiritually until we get to heaven. And to reach that stage where you say Holy Ghost, America, and it puts you there. You have not reached. You don't reach because you, you, you have studied healing the sick or you started seeing some miracles or testimonies. There is too much details in God, both in knowledge and in his manifestations for you to rest at a particular stage. But it depends on what you see in the scriptures and your faith in what you see. Did you hear what I said? Because this is so important. You see, I'm holding a microphone now. Now, in the spirit realm, in the spirit realm, in, you can see this microphone. Can you see the, this microphone? Why? Because the microphone is made to exist in the physical realm. Because of that, you can relate with it. But it does not mean that there are no substances in the spirit realm. Every substance in the physical realm, that's a desert, every substance in the physical realm can also be released from the spiritual realm. You know, people are from the spirit realm, or from the heavenly realm, where we are seated. God, if we want to live above the systems and the kingdoms of this world, then we have to graduate from living on what is already in existence to living on what can be brought into existence. You didn't hear what I said? Because the Bible even tells us, the Bible tells us and shows us where the systems of the world fail. The, the failure of the system of the world did not happen in the 20th century. It started many years ago. It started in the scriptures. Where we see, the Bible says there was farming. You see farming throughout the scriptures. In the time of Abraham, in the time of Isaac, in the time of Joseph, and all of that. You see farming. You see economies failing. In Joseph's time, he says that it, the economies failed so much, so, so much that at the point in time, money even failed. It means that you were holding money, but you didn't get any. You could hold money and not get anything to buy. Money had failed. You didn't hear what I said? You see throughout where people went through so much hardship that they started killing their children. Amen. So, hardships, famines are all recorded in the Bible. Economic recessions and hardships in the economies of the world uh, all, that is why it says when men shall say there is a cast down. Because there will be a time where the economy will say, Charlie, now we, the way we look at things and all of that, things are like that and like that. It says when men shall say there is a cast down, then shall you say. But you see, we have to graduate. We have to live at that realm where we are enjoying what is in existence. Shout glory to that. Glory. Then we also have to graduate to that realm or that level of maturity, that kind of frequency of the spirit where where you are, we are able to also bring things from the spirit realm into the physical. It is a right of the Christian, right? It is the right. It's a right to bring something from the invisible to the visible. It's a right. That is why the New Testament is full of Paul telling us about our inheritance 
which is what? Recorded in, or which is set in a place that is above the world, above the senses. For instance, in Peter, Peter talks about that. It tells us that we are, we are born again to a lively hope, to an inheritance. An inheritance is what belongs to you, true of all. But it says this inheritance is incorruptible. So there is an incorruptible inheritance. What's an incorruptible inheritance? Meaning that when your father leaves you a house, it's a corruptible inheritance. Is that true? But this one, it talks about, that is the scriptures. Am I, am I, am I telling you something? I think First Peter chapter 1, verse 3, let's go there. I want to show you certain, certain, certain important truths. And then we're going, do I have a lot of things to share? Amen. 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 It says, blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Are you seeing the scripture? Which according to his abundant mercy or abundant compassion has begotten us again unto a lively hope. That means that he has given birth to us again or we are born again unto a lively hope. Say a lively hope. That is a hope with an assurance, a hope that never fails. An expectation that can, that can never be cut off. That can, that can never be unrealized. Amen. So it's unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. So by the resurrection, we are born again. Is that not powerful? I thought you would give me a hand like this and shout glory to that. Verse 4, it says what? Two and, so it says that we are begotten, begotten again by the resurrection. But we are not just begotten and we are empty. Just like you are, are not born into this particular family and you are empty. So in that natural, you can be born to a family. We say you are born with a silver spoon in your mouth. Is that not true? Every Christian is born with a silver spoon in his or her mouth. Did you hear what I said? That's what he's saying here. I didn't write it. Did I write the Bible there? It says we are born again to a lively hope, to an inheritance. To what? Incorruptible, does it say that? Yes, Undefiled, does it say that? Yes, that faded not away, does it say that? Yes, so it's, what is he telling us? He says, Brother Emmanuel, we are born again to an inheritance. So if I'm born again, or I'm born into Christ, I'm born into the church, I'm born to an inheritance. I have an inheritance. An inheritance. But he says this inheritance is not a tangible physical inheritance. That is the reason why Christians are not able to realize the blessings the way we are supposed to, but we are getting there. Will we get there? We are graduating spiritually. Say, I'm graduating spiritually. I'm making spiritual advancement. If you are static, you are in trouble. I'm making spiritual progress. Say that. Because it's to an inheritance incorruptible. That means an inheritance that cannot be touched by the physical. No matter the situation, the circumstance in the physical world, this inheritance is still safe and secured. It is an incorruptible inheritance, an inheritance that cannot be destroyed, an inheritance that is not subject to corruption, an inheritance that is not subject to death, an inheritance that is not subject to destruction. It says, I'm born to an inheritance. Did you see that? It says, to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled. An inheritance that does not fade away. There are certain inheritances that when you are born to in the physical, they fade away. Is that not true? They fade away. 
But he says, this one does not fade away. Then he says, reserved in heaven for you. Reserved for which people? What is reserved? This is there for me. So the point is, how can I pick it from where it is reserved to where I want to enjoy it? Did you hear what I said? That's powerful. Is that powerful? Paul said, my God shall supply all your needs. This is according to his riches in glory. According to his riches on earth. Did he say according to his riches on earth? No, oh, are you in this church or you are already asleep? You want to go and sleep right now? So that you can go to work tomorrow morning? Or you want to hear certain truths? So he says that to an inheritance, so he says according to the riches of his glory, my God shall supply all your needs according to, we will talk about that very soon, amen. amen. The riches of his glory in Christ Jesus, or by Christ Jesus, the riches of his glory. What does that mean? The riches of his glory. Supply from the riches of his glory. It's not, an, it's not talking about earthly something. But why is the church unable to see the supplies? Because we have not graduated to re- release supplies or inheritance from the spirit to the physical. <laughs> Everything the riches of this glory can only come t- through the medium of the spirit realm into the physical. Come on, shout glory to that. But it's just for that. I'm not going to that today. Amen. But I just wanted to see that when he says that can God finish a table in the wilderness, the writer is writing it, or the, they were speaking with this kind of understanding of the ability. There is, there is a way we ought to see, to see things. And there's a way we ought to even see God. And there's a way we ought to see the operations of God. As Christians, it's so important. Today, as I was, I was praying in the afternoon, and it dawned on me, that the Bible says Abraham believed in the God that raises the dead. Meaning that in the mind of Abraham, the one who, in whom I have my trust in is able to raise the dead. This is Abraham believed God. And he believed the God who is able to raise the dead. One, and believed the God who caused the things which are not dead there. So in the mind of Abraham, the kind of God he believed in, as Abraham, are we the seed of Abraham here? Now, the kind of God Abraham believed in was the God who is able to give life to the dead or who is able to swallow death in life. Do you, do you understand what I'm talking about? That's how Abraham says, ah, if he is dead, he will raise, my God can raise him back to life. That's Abraham's understanding of the kind of God he had put his trust in. And the God who is able to call the things which are not in the physical as if they are there. Now, if God is calling things which are not in the physical there, if not in the mind of God, those things are there. Now, the point is, sometimes people say they have a vision and God took them to heaven and they saw human's spare parts and so that when somebody is sick, which is true, it's a true vision. You know, visions, interpreting visions are different. You can go to heaven or have a vision and see human's spare parts and all that. The Spirit of God telling you, letting you know that there are spare parts. But it doesn't, it, it doesn't necessarily also mean that there are spare parts. <laughs> Did you get what I said? Did you get what I said? So in, in, in the vision, they are letting the person who had the vision know that there is human spare parts. But in reality, there are no human spare parts. Why? Those human spare parts are created. Because, you see, God doesn't have to keep a spare part. He's a creator. 
But you see, in trying to inform you that if somebody doesn't have a kidney, there's a kidney there. It, 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 to, I don't know how to explain it, but to get the person to know, to give him an image that there is a kidney there. But in reality, God does not have to store a kidney. God is not a human being to store fishes in, in, in fridge. Do you get what, what I'm talking about? Because God is a creator. He's able to call the things which are not there, there. God has the ability to bring pure water when it's not there. So he doesn't have to save pure water. We have to save in the earthly realm. <laughs> you didn't hear what I said. So in God's thinking, he has what it takes to bring something there. Now in our thinking as children of God, we ought to align our thoughts and our belief system with God's own. If you understand what I said, shout glory. Why? The Spirit of God who showed that vision is showing the vision to give an information. But you see, in, in reality, there is no spare parts warehouse in heaven. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? God doesn't need to keep a human's warehouse spare part, whatever warehouse for human's parts. Because he's a creator. The Spirit of God is a creator. You didn't hear what I said? When he says he called the things which are not there as though they were, it means that when he says, when he says, when the whole, this whole room is empty, he's able to say fan, and fan will come. In his mind, it's not that the fan is in the spirit and is coming. He is bringing the fan into being. Creation means that you are, you are bringing something into being, into existence, into the physical. You didn't hear what I said? So Abraham did not just believe the God who can heal the sick. But he believed in God who raises the dead. Did you hear what I said? That was his faith. One day I'll talk about that. But I'm trying to let you know that that's how, where, that's how we should also train our spirits and have our faith. Our faith in what? Our faith in God's ability to bring into the visible realm what is not in the visible realm. He is able to. Did you hear what I said? So the scriptures, oh, I said, did you hear what I said? Take us back to the same psalm. Now let's go to 25. But the scriptures, you see those things in the scriptures. The scriptures, you see, oh, come on, shout glory. Because you see, the blessings of God manifest supernaturally. The blessings don't manifest naturally. They, They manifest how? Supernatural. That means that the blessings of God or the blessings of Abraham are made manifested through supernatural means. It's so important. Oh, so I'm walking in the blessings of Abraham. Say that again, so I'm walking in the blessings of Abraham. Is that powerful? So you see the Bible says that, and the Lord, in Genesis chapter 1, when it says, and the Lord commanded all the, the, the waters to come together to one place. So in creation, he God created the heavens and the earth and the earth was without form and God said light be and light was and God uh, uh, brought light out of darkness. Is that what we say? And then out of that, the Bible says he commanded the firmament or the clouds to all be gathered to one place and they were all gathered to one place like they are. He commanded them. Say he commanded them. He commanded them. One day you also be commanding the things you want. One of these days as we are advancing. You didn't hear what I said? So he commanded them. Then at one point in time, the Bible says that he commanded all the waters and all of that to all to come together. And the waters came together. 
And he wanted to divide the firmament from the waters, or the waters that are below from the waters beneath. And then he said, dry land, appear. And when he said dry land, when God said dry land, wherever dry land was, we don't know, he just came. So dry land was materialized. And the dry land did what? Demarcated or divided the waters that we see from the waters that are beneath. Below. So we say the whole earth realm is full of water. Also, and it's 80% or 50% or 60%, whatever they say scientifically. Amen. This is not a science class. This is a science class. But that's what they say. Why? He divided it. He commanded the island and it came. And it came. That is God. In his realm. Faith puts us in God's realm. Faith puts us in God's realm. We are children of faith. He says that by faith we understand that the worlds that are seen were made out of the invisible realm. By faith we understand. It also means that by faith we know or by faith we come to realize. Without faith, it is impossible for the unseen realm to manifest to the seen realm. Without faith. It is true faith. What does that mean, true faith? I can't teach that today. Come on, say, Papa, don't teach that today. Shout glory. Amen. But it's so important. Faith puts us in the realm of God's creativity. God, faith puts us in the realm of God's creativity. So God is not only a changing God or a world changer or a changing world person. God is also a creative world person. What do you guys think? And in our union with him, by faith, we are also like that. We are also like that. The Christian, eh, the day I will teach well on the Christian, I will be on, uh, what, Daystar or BBC. That's when I'll be able to really teach it very well. Now I can't teach it very well, because Mr. Steph will be looking at me with some eye. These are these things that are too strange for us. We are tired today. Come on, shout glory. Glory. <laughs> Man did eat angels' food. He sent them meat. Let me read there. The, it says that humans ate angels' food, the meal of the mighty ones. His grace gave them more than enough. The heavenly winds of miracle power blew in their favor, and food rained down upon them. Oh, is that not powerful? Food, 28. It says, food fell from the skies, thick as clouds. Their provision floated down right in front of their eyes. Did you hear what he said? Food fell before their eyes. That's not the first time it's happening. It happened to Elijah. Oh, men of passions. Men of passions. Say men of passions. Like Elijah. One day, Abraham was, met, was asked to go and sacrifice his son. And he went to sacrifice. When he went, his son was asking Isaac, he said, where is the ram? He says, no, let's go, don't worry. Jehovah will provide, let's go. Jehovah will provide. And they went, they, when they went and was about to kill the child, the Bible says that suddenly the angel of the Lord came and said that he should look into the, the bushes that were there and that a ram was caught in the bush. Where did the ram appear from? It wasn't somebody's ram that was commanded to run from his house to come to the bush. It was the provision of God. It was, and that, was, that symbolizes the provision of God as Jesus Christ as the Lamb. Amen. That's, 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 that's the, the symbolism. But let's just put the symbolism aside. What actually happened was that a ram came into the bush. That, that operation is the appearance of things. It's, you see, that's why we talk about Philip appearing and disappearing. That means that Philip journeyed through the spirit realm into the physical. 
Instead of journeying through a plane, he journeyed through the spirit realm. Did you hear what I said? He, he moved from the physical like this into the spirit realm, into the physical. In a split second. Those are operations of the Holy Ghost that we will be experiencing in this ministry. You will experience some. Who wants to experience that? When the long vehicle is about to knock that your car, by the time you check, you're in your home. With your car. You did hear what I said? All you have to do, all you have to say is instead of saying Jesus, you say, I'm out of here. Who understand what I'm saying? But you see, when I see those things in the scriptures, it makes me know God's, God's ability. God's ability to bring a lamb in the bush for Abraham to sacrifice because Abraham would not have gotten any, any ram anywhere. But the ram appeared from the heaven. It, the ram was created there. Why? Is, it not, is God not the one who created rams? We say, say God created all things. In fact, we've come to that realm where we say that by, that by the word, the word of God created all things. And we say all, all things are ours. But those are all English grammar now. Did you hear what I said? So the spirit of God is in the habit. Is in what? Of doing that through anyone who works with him with a sincere heart. Shout glory. And we ought to see God from that angle also. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. That the things which are in the seen realm were not made of the things that were already there. They were made of the things that were in the invisible. That's what the scripture says. So faith is able to move the invisible to the visible. Faith is able to. Faith is able to cause God's ability to move, that is what we read on Sunday, where the people said that they wanted to pay tax, and Jesus, knowing what he knew, that we are also learning now to know and to do. Come on, shout glory. I've said it before that Jesus was not an ignorant Jesus. I said what? Jesus was not an ignorant Jesus. Yes, I was telling mommy, I said, Jesus was not praying thy prayers. <laughs> Come on, shout glory. <laughs> and I said that some people, when they get to heaven, and Jesus asked them, so what did you do for me on this earth? I was guarding your people to, to kill their, their enemies. There is too much in God that sometimes I think that we, 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 are, we are measuring on the minor, like Hagen said, on minor things. For instance, yesterday I was praying somewhere, somewhere. I wasn't even praying. To something just came. Sometimes when you are there, that's why I say study the word and meditate. Sometimes the word, something, something happens to you. Say something. Say something. Say word experience. And I was just, I was just thinking about this. That sometimes it looks like when there is a demonic obstacle, we have to deal with demonic obstacle before we release something. That's it. But the, the scripture says that the word, the rema, the word we speak, the, the it calls it rema. It says, it says that it is what. It is the sword of the spirit. Is that what the scripture says? It's a sword of the spirit. The words that we speak. When we say be healed, it's a sword of the spirit. So even if there was a demonic what? Blockade. The sword of the spirit can go through the demonic blockade and heal the person and let the demonic blockade be standing there. He doesn't need to bring the blockade down. In the face of the enemy or the blockade or the demonic operation or systems, the, the same word we have, because the, the word is a sword. 
It doesn't have to bring it down. It cuts through. It says the word of God penetrates through. Is that true? Oh, what do you guys think? What do you guys think? What do you guys think? Kalaba Sotologo. So sometimes there may be a demonic wall, but we may not break down the wall. We may not need to. Sometimes, depending on the operation of the, maybe he will break down the wall, the spirit of God. It's my word, lock, not like a hammer that breaketh to rock into pieces. So the word is like hammer that breaketh to rock into pieces. But it says that the word of God is also a sword of the spirit. What is a sword? A sword, a sword. So when we say be healed, it's a sword, sword. Oh, come on, shout glory to that. And that sword may not necessarily have to break down any barrier. The sword will go through the barrier to, to, to perform that which we have sent it to do. Do you believe that? I release your wealth. So, this is so powerful. Is this powerful? Who caught what I just said for just these 30 minutes? We are about to experience a mighty move of the Spirit in the body of Christ. Where we, we have gone beyond certain, certain trivialities, certain things that we make noise, noise about. We, we, we are about to go beyond. Those things are small, small things that we are making it. Is that not true? It's because we have not studied God enough to know his abilities, what his ability can do. When, when there's an army here on the left side and there are enemies and the Spirit of God is going, able to cause them to fight themselves, where this one takes his sword to kill the other and this one takes his sword to kill the other, only for us to tend to see that they have all killed themselves. That's God's oppression. That's what? It's called the spirit of might. We are yet to see that today I was looking to the seven spirits. I said, look, we are seeing the spirit of understanding, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of counseling, the spirit of the fear of the Lord, and all of that. But the spirit of might, the spirit of power, the spirit of what? Of might. Where our talking is lesser than our doing. Did you hear what I'm talking about? There is a switch going on. See, there's a switch going on. <laughs> See, I'm repositioning myself. If you have heard something right now, just shout glory to that. God is able. God is able. Say, God is able. Say, God is able. Say, God is able. Is that not powerful? Shout glory. glory. Shout glory. glory. So you see, there is what we call wealth transfer. Still under finishing the table. There was an extreme means by which what? Three means of supernatural abundance. Three means of supernatural abundance. Or three means by which a table can be furnished in the wilderness. You can put it like that. But I would love to do three means of supernatural abundance so that it's so. So number one is wealth transfer. Look at somebody say wealth transfer. Wealth transfer. Say wealth transfer. wealth transfer. Is that not powerful? powerful. Then the heavens, he said he opened the heavens and, t- and, and things started dropping. 
they started dropping on the floor like this, right before their eyes. So I'm living under open heavens. So they say, I'm living under open heavens. Because I'm living in the Holy Spirit. I've said it before, after the Holy Ghost came, when the heavens opened, the psalmist says, that, that thou mayest rent the heavens, that thou mayest come down. The psalmist. He was prophesying concerning what is going to happen. It has happened already. Why? The Bible says that when the Holy Ghost came in the form, or came like a, 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 a dove descends, and the heavens, Jesus Christ was going to be baptized, and he prayed, and the heavens opened. And the Spirit of God descended like a dove and came on Jesus and remained in Jesus. From that day, the heaven didn't close. Why the heaven cannot close on a heavenly citizen or on a heavenly God like the Holy Ghost. Do you hear what I said? So that once the Holy Ghost came like that, the heavens, now the Holy Ghost has become like the ladder that, who saw that? Jacob. Like the ladder. That's what the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost has become like that, that mediator or that ladder between heaven and earth. The Holy Ghost. So as long as you are on that ladder, you are in heaven and earth. <laughs> Who heard what I said there? Mm. So once you are in the Holy Ghost and the Holy Ghost is in you, you are in heaven on earth. So heaven is not going to be opening again. Who opened the heaven? It's the Holy Ghost. And he is the one here. So when he came on the day of Pentecost, I think I explained it the last time, but did I explain it, Pastor Obed? In one of our, our partnership meetings. Forgetting that message, but just this year, I explained that. So as long as, after that, that coming, the heavens has not opened on anyone who is born again. The heavens are only uh, closed on the unbeliever. But the, uh, the belief, to the believer, the heaven is constantly opened. Why? Because the Spirit of God is here. You see, there were days where the Spirit of God had not made residence here on this earth. He was coming on men, but he had not made a, a, a kind of permanent residence. Did you, did you understand what I'm talking about? Now he is here. He says he shall be, in, be with you and shall be in you forever. In the last days, I will pour my Spirit upon all flesh. The Spirit had not yet been poured. So the Bible says when Jesus said that, oh, come all ye that are thirsty, come. And it says that he spake concerning, concerning the spirit. Out of, of, out of my belly shall flow rivers of living waters. It says he spake concerning, he was talking about the, the one who believes. It says out of our bellies shall flow rivers, rivers, rivers of living waters. Say rivers. Then it says he spake concerning the spirit. Which has not yet been given. But now the spirit has been given. On the day of Pentecost the spirit came not to go again. So the Holy Ghost doesn't go and come. He's here. As long as that Holy Ghost, who is the manifester, the one who manifests things in the Godhead. <laughs> ah, like I do. Shout glory, glory. He's here for something. Amen. But because he's a heavenly person, he is not here on earth and heaven is shut. And he's now saying that heaven should open small, small. No. He is God. <laughs> Shout glory. He is the presence of God. He is the presence of God. He is the person of God on the earth realm. Living in the Christian. Did you hear what I said? 
And because of that, we don't need to pray that he should open the heavens to us again. No. no. We ought to manifest the The problem is not with heaven in opening. The problem is the manifestation of heaven on earth. Yes, sir. Why? Heaven is on earth. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank God during the rapture, we'll be raptured to heaven. But heaven is on earth. Yes, sir. How? Through the Holy Ghost in the Christian. Yes, sir. Did you hear what I said? So he says he has made us, he has raised us and made us sit in heavenly places. We are seated where? In heavenly places. Now, not tomorrow morning. The one who is seated in heavenly places doesn't need heavens to open. If he's seated there. If you are seated in church, you need the gate to open again. You are already in the room. Are you, are you seated now? Now, are you, if you are here and you are saying, may the gates open for me to come and sit down. Won't the angels here fuck you here and say, what's wrong with this guy? So you see, all the gymnastics, some of the gymnastics are all because we are not, we are refusing, like I said on Sunday, we are refusing to build that intimacy with the spirit to that stage where our intimacy has so accumulated and we are manifesting. We are flowing in the frequency of the spirit. We are manifesting. We are manifesting. The earnest expectation of the creation awaits their manifestation. They are not awaiting heavens to open because as long as the spirit is here, everything of heaven is here. Yes, the Holy Ghost is heaven on earth. The Holy Ghost. Anything of heaven is with the Holy Ghost. Yes, it must not be with him like a microphone with him because it, he must, it must not be with him. He can create it. Yes, 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 yes. You hear what I said? Yes, the Bible says by his spirit, he garnish the heavens. Yes. Garnish to decorate the heavens. I said it before, I said your intestines look the way it looks. If Dr. John should open you, he says your intestines look like that because the spirit garnished it like that. Your hair is the way it looks like because the spirit garnished it like that. The spirit of God, it, oh, one day I'll teach you on spiritual creativity. Say that is spiritual creativity. And I'll teach you on that. The spirit of God. His role in decorating things. The things we see, all the trees you see, palm nut tree and what tree, all the trees, Odum, Wawa, all the names we mentioned, and all, all the sacrament tree and all, they look the way they are differently because the Spirit of God made them so. Differently. The Holy Ghost. Say the Holy Ghost. If you are there, shout glory. But there is such a thing as wealth transfer. Say wealth transfer. God has the ability to transfer wealth into the life of the Christian. That wealth can be transferred through different methods and different means. Shout glory to that. Glory. And he specializes in doing that. It is our right. It is what? Our right. Oh, the way you said the right, you are, you are still looking at your, your 10,000 Ghana CD salary. Right. Say it's my right. It's my right. right. Oh, say it's my right. It's my right. Proverbs chapter 13, verse 22. Are we there? So God is furnishing tables in our wildernesses. Amen. Yeah. When you find yourself on the, in the desert, it's says the wilderness will become a fruitful field. And the fruitful field will become a what? A forest. By the Spirit. Does it say by the Spirit? By the Holy Ghost, the wilderness can become a... It means that the Holy Ghost can cause trees to appear in the wildernesses. It's only the Holy Ghost who can do that. Did you hear what I said? By the time you go and sleep and wake up, that wilderness has trees growing. 
and turn the wilderness into a fruitful field and a fruitful field into a forest. Since until the spirit be poured from on high, then the wilderness be turned to a fruitful field. Oh, shout glory to that. The Holy Ghost. Say the Holy Ghost. We are going to do great things with the Holy Ghost. We are not just going to be walking in the church, dancing, 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 and singing. We are not just going to be composing songs through the Holy Spirit. We are not just going to be teaching through the Holy Ghost. We are not just going to be prophesying through the Holy Ghost. We are not just going to be healing through the Holy Ghost. We'll be doing mighty things through the Holy Ghost. The man of God, Paul, was in prison singing praises and praying. Ah, la katosh. Is that not true? He was singing praises and praying. His singing praises and praying caused an earthquake. We read it like a, it's a story. But if we begin to sing praises and there's an earthquake around Adenta right now, what do you think will happen? All the buildings begin to fall off. And we are still in it singing. And it's falling on the side. The Bible didn't say the earthquake was such that the earthquake went, when the earth began to quake and the building started falling, it fell on Paul's head. Because that's why I say the Spirit of God is a person. It's not a wind that is just blowing things and is confused. <laughs> Shout glory to that. And the jailer said, the jailer saw all that was happening and said, that, man, how do, I, how do I become saved? Please help me to be saved. Is that not true? All the prisoners got saved. Two, they are singing and they are praying. There was an earthquake. He did not say there was an earthquake in the spirit. Now the church has always been in the spirit. I see it in the spirit. I see that in the, is that not true? Let us move from in the spirit to into the physical. <laughs> is that not true? But <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> I see an earthquake. We are praying. I see an earthquake in the spirit. The Lord has opened my eyes. Then the earthquake in the spirit now. Every earthquake in your life is breaking. Say amen, amen, amen. Let the earthquake happen in the physical. I want to see in the physical. Don't you want to see the earthquake in the physical? Yes, <laughs> Balatos <laughs> atalakato. You see, we have, we are, we are, we have. That's why I say we have been so programmed by the world that even the things that we read that they they happen in the Bible, we don't believe they can happen again. We believe they happened in the Bible, but it's in the spirit in the Bible. <laughs> God is looking for men and women who dare believe Him. We 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 can say that I dare believe God. Dare to believe God. Look as I say, dare, dare to believe Him. Mm. Don't put a limitation on Him. Don't place a limitation on Him. You hear what I said there? The earthquake did not happen in the spirit of my brother. It was in the physical. There was a shaking in the physical. There was what? Shaking in the physical. That all the prisoners could feel it. They did not feel it in their spirit. They felt it in their physical. They felt it. The doors were breaking down. And all the prisoners came out. They were about to escape. Is that not true? They were about to. That's, that's, those, are, those are things we want to see now. <laughs> who, believe, who is believing God for such a thing? People think that we are fasting for nothing. We are fasting so that we can build houses. <laughs> Shout glory. 
I'm just enjoying my own preaching here. I think I'm preaching. I'm preaching. I'm preaching to myself today. <laughs> so I said Proverbs eh, for a servant. Proverbs chapter what? Verse twenty-two. Go to Proverbs chapter. Is it 13? 13 verse 22. A good man or a righteous man or a man that is born again or a man whose name is Brother Walash. You see there. Leave it an inheritance to his children's children. Do you see there? And the wealth of the sinner. See this one of the scriptures. You see people preach, preach, preach and then we go home. Is that not true? And the wealth of the sinner, now we go back to these scriptures because we are the seed of Abraham. We are what? We are talking about means through which there is supernatural what? Provision or abundance. Means through which a table is furnished in the wilderness. Means. One major means is what? Wealth transfer. So it says that, and the wealth of the sinner is stored up for the just. For the righteous one, a, a, a righteous person leaves an inheritance to his church. The church must wake up. I said we must do what? Wake up. We must do what? Wake up. wake up. We all must be more serious and more determined than we are now. We must be more serious and more determined. How can an unbeliever and a believer be fighting over a contract and it's given to the unbeliever over a job? They said he's the more qualified one. Who, who qualified him? Who did the qualification? <laughs> Is that not true? In that office, you are the most qualified. In the most- I said, in the mind of God, you are the most qualified. He said, I've not done my PhD, but you are the most qualified. When God wants to make a person great, he picks him out of prison, not out of PhD. I said, that's what? He picks him out of prison, not out of PhD. He says, put him there. Put him there. It's my son. Have you ever seen God say, put him there. It's my son or it's my daughter before? That day, all your, your, your boss or whoever is there, his knees will be shaking like this. We are two in the natural. But it says, and the wealth of the sinner, begin to speak in tongues and switch. Some of you have come in the natural too much. Switch, switch, else you won't hear anything today. <laughs> Shout glory. It says, and the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. A righteous man leaves an inheritance to his children's children and the wealth of the sinner. So in the mind of God, the wealth of the sinner is laid, stored for the just. But you see, he's not saying that it's stored for the just. So the just will take a gun and go and say that your wealth belongs to me. Come on, write a check, else I'll shoot you. No. It, is, has, it has to do with supernatural transfers or supernatural manifestations. Did you hear what I said? All supernatural. So all those fraudsters, the wealth they are stealing all belongs to you. All the wealth, says the wealth of the sinner, or wherever you find the sinner, who is wealthy, he says that sinner's wealth belongs to the Christian. It is saved for you. But you cannot have that wealth 
when you speak in tongues for an hour. <laughs> Shout glory to that. But did you see it there? And the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the righteous one. So God has put all the methods and things in place so that the Christian cannot even think about lack. But we have also put all of God's methods and means at one side like this. You put it on the right. It's Papa P who is teaching it. Let's Papa P teach that one. This one is too big for me. Let me concentrate on the smaller one that happens to that can relate with my senses well. Is that not true? But sometimes we say, God bless me. Oh, the blessing of God is God wants to see your blessing. How are you looking at it? How, how do you want it to come? This is one of the means. Blessings being manifested or manifested through wealth transfer. Transfer that is done. You see, it means there is a spiritual transfer. There is a transfer that is done by the Holy Ghost. Have you done a transfer before? How many of you do transfers, mobile money transfers? You do the transfer. You check the amount of money you have or whatever is available. Is that or two? That's the moment. Eh? And then you do pa pa pa, and then you transfer it into your account, or you transfer it to a, a friend, or you transfer it to whatever means, and then the person says, Manya alert. Manya alert. Is that not true? May you receive alerts. <laughs> this transfer is supernatural. It means that the Holy Ghost looks into the wealth of the sinner and looks at you, your readiness. And that's what I'll be teaching on the 10 laws of spirituality and kingdom prosperity. Say 10 laws. Every day I'll take one law, one law, one law, and then you follow it. By the time some of you, you are 35 years. By the time some of you, you are 37 years. By the time some of you, you are 40 years. You can't count your wealth. Did you hear what I said? Sometimes when you see these things in the scriptures, you can only speak in tongues. Even if you say you won't fast again, you come back and say, no, let me fast and pray. This thing, it is making me feel... Do you understand what I'm talking about? We, these things are not written for our preaching. They are written for our doing, our seeing. So that when you experience a supernatural transfer, it is not news to you. Oh, it's normal. <laughs> Shout glory to that. So it says, the wealth of the sinner. So I'm saying that this is talking about the kind of transfer that is orchestrated by the Holy Spirit or by the ability of the Spirit or by the power of the Holy Ghost where the Holy Ghost looks into the wealth of the sinner man and takes that wealth and transfers it to supernaturally into your hands or into your account or into your life, into whatever means, medium, however it just comes to you. He takes from the sinner. Just like you do the momo pa and it comes. The Holy Ghost also do spiritual momo. Do you, do you get what I'm trying to get? Hmm. And picks it like this and transfer it into your account, into your hands. It will be a contract, it will be a job, it will be money, it may be dollars, it may be pounds. We have to believe God for transfer of pounds from one account to your account. But it will go through the spirit, the means of the spirit. So when they are coming to trace that, how come you have 10,000 pounds? When they trace it, they can't trace into the spirit. It's just there. Did you hear what I said? Are you the seed of Abraham? Ecclesiastes chapter 2. Who is following what I'm teaching you? I'm teaching you so that when I begin to do some, when I begin to command transfers and they are working, you don't say they are taking juju, he has taken teaching. 
the teaching that is this a knowledge from the fourth say this is a fourth dimensional knowledge say it said knowledge with for those who are relating with the invisible like moses you do hear what i said moses was expecting to see the invisible once you are expecting to see what i'm talking to you about and you are wild at it it will happen Moses wanted to see the invisible. And one day when he was not even thinking about the invisible, he was tending his flock and all of that. The invisible appeared to him and said, Moses, remove that sandals of yours where you are is a holy ground. In a burning bush. He was, he, he was after, he wanted to see the invisible. That's what the Bible says. He wanted to see the invisible. For years, one day the invisible appeared to him. In a burning bush. Was it a burning bush? And he said, ah, why do I see the bush burning and nothing is burning, but I see that it's burning. Ah, what is happening here? And he wanted to go and see. He wanted to go and see. Then a voice spoke from that burning, burning what? bush and said, Moses, remove that sandals of yours. Suddenly, that, that uh, bush became a holy ground bush. Is that not powerful? The Lord will reveal himself to some of you. In a mighty way. Is that not powerful? Ecclesiastes chapter quickly. Oh, so I'm out of time right now, right now. Ecclesiastes chapter 2, verse 26. When we go, we go, then we, let, let's, let's, for God giveth to a man that is good in his sight, or that is righteous in his sight, wisdom, and knowledge, and joy. Say, so I have wisdom. I have knowledge. I have joy. Say, so I have wisdom. I have knowledge. I have joy. But to the sinner, he giveth travail. So God has given the sinner man a responsibility. And has given the Christian a right. To gather, to gather, he giveth travail. To gather and to heap up. That he may give to him that is good before God. Are you good before God? Is this not powerful? But to the sinner, he giveth travail to gather and to heap up. Give me the NIV. Give me the NIV. Can you give me the NIV there? What is happening? Do you have an NIV problem? So I should transfer NIV right now. I transfer NIV right now. <laughs> Shout glory. <laughs> is that not powerful? <laughs> All of these days, you will be the strangest people walking on this earth. When you do your hands like this, things will just come. You throw, have you thrown your hands like that before? You throw your hands like that, things will just come. Oh, that's come. Shout glory. That's supernatural provision. Very soon, you throw your hands like this, things will happen. Is that not true? You'll be pouring a drink like this. By the time you pour it, you'll still be adding up. It never ends. When that happens, means that you have subdued corruption. Now, where you are, where the, the bottle gets finished and you have to fill it, you are still in corruption. But when you move beyond corruption to incorruptible, where we read, then it never ends. Mr. Afrida doesn't believe it. Is that not glory? <laughs> and it's that realm where he says that God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that you always having all sufficiency in all things. The word sufficiency is, is, has to do with the, the, it has to do with the Old Testament, whether the God who is more than enough, the God that 
that never finishes. Do you understand what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. So when we talk about this kind of sufficiency, there's sufficiency, a kind of provision of wealth which never finishes. Many years ago, when I used to meditate on tithes, I said, and I'll open the windows and pour out a blessing that there will not be enough room. And I used to walk throughout on the stage. I said, when they say there is no enough room for you to contain, is that not strange and powerful? I said, is that not strange and powerful? But a man of God did that without necessarily taking tithes, where there was no enough vessels to fill it. That's the spirit of mind, brother. That's the spirit of mind. He says, go and borrow vessels. The woman borrowed vessels. He borrowed vessels and filled and filled and poured and filled and filled and filled. So I believe the supernatural. So I have faith in the Holy Ghost. Say, I have faith in the ability of the Spirit of God. Don't treat God as somebody that when something is about bad, is about to happen, then you are running to him. Walk with him. That is the Christianity we have raised people into. We've raised them into last minute God as last minute. Or the God of the last minute. What do they call that? The God of the last minute. So that when all hope is lost and we don't know what to do, then we run to God. But we must not leave our Christian. That is not Christianity. That is traditional religion. When all hope is gone, you are running to look for a deity. Do you understand what I'm talking about? But Christianity is walking with deity, living with deity, sleeping with deity, eating water with deity. But as you are eating, you say, Holy Ghost, I'm eating and filling your body. Hey. Have I said that before? That is not a, that is, a, you must be conscious of that. Like I said the last time when we were at the campus, the Bible says we are kept by the power of God. What, how do you understand such a thing? That's the New Testament scripture. It says we are kept by the power of God. But Alfred, if you say, my keys are kept in this safe, what does that mean? It's secured there. But the Bible says we are kept by the power. So we are secured by the power. And where is the power of God? In us. We are kept, preserved, secured. My children are kept, secured, preserved by the power of God. What is keeping me? The power of God. What is keeping your husband? The power of God. What is keeping your car? The power of God. Where is that power? From heaven? You see, God has done it in such a way that it's not, it doesn't have to do with the coins you can give. You say, I put these coins now. The power of God is securing me. Then this one can't put coins, you see. No. Oh, shout hallelujah to that. So it says that, to, but to the sinner, he gives the task of God. If you are not in church today, you are, you are, I don't know where you, should, you are by this time. Is that not true? Where can you be at this time? Say, so I believe the word of God. So they say, I believe the word of God. It is not a fable. It's not a story. It's not a fairy tale. It's not a Chinese movie. It is truth. This is but to the sinner, he gives the task. The, he gives what? I said he gives what? The task of gathering and storing up wealth to hand it over to the one who pleases God. So very soon, we are about to experience a handing over of wealth. I said we are experiencing what? 
a handing over of wealth. The task of guarding, now they have guarded, but there is no handing over. Is that not true? Why is there no handing over? The, the Bible says there must be handing over. It means that in God, the mind of God, there must be handing over to Pastor Fair. There must be handing over to Brother Sam. There must be handing over. But the means for that handing over is supernatural. No wonder he says for the earnest expectation awaits for the manifestations of the matured sons of God. Because until those sons are matured, they cannot do the supernatural. Did you hear what I said? Until those sons are matured, they cannot do the supernatural. And you mature when your sense of spirituality is higher. I said what? It's higher. When your sense of spirituality is higher, who by reason of too much word of God in them, says have their spiritual senses exercised, or they have their senses, that scripture, I can teach it two, two ways. It will still make meaning. Is that not true? They have their senses exercised to discern good from evil. To, to discern good. They could see that this is, how can I be working in just 3,000 guys? This is evil. They are able to distinguish good from evil. Your sense of spirituality is high. That's why I say, who by reason of use, who by reason of, it says strong meat, strong meat. Oh, prosperity and maturity, right? It is a topic maybe I have to discuss one of these days. What do you guys think? And maturity. Until you are matured, you don't, you don't, you don't know what to do with your money. Every immature Christian has God second. God is second everywhere. Or third, or fourth, or sixth, or tenth. Your level of spiritual maturity is very important when it comes to kingdom prosperity. Because, because, because you see, your level of spiritual maturity has to do with your level of spiritual investment. Do you understand what I'm saying? So your level of spiritual investment is low your level of spiritual maturity will be low. You are not investing much in the kingdom. Oh, is that not strange and powerful? So if they have gathered to hand over. But where are the ones they are handing over to? The ones they are handing over to are the ones who are able to take it from their hands. The Bible says that the earnest, for the earnest expectation of the creation waits for the manifestations of the matured sons of God. So the matured sons of God are able to translate or transfer what has been guarded from where it has been guarded into the hands of those, into, into their hands. Who by reason of use, strong meat, solid food. Does it say that in Hebrews chapter 6? It says solid food, or solid food, or strong meat. Say strong meat. It didn't say meat. It says strong meat, or solid food. Solid food. It says solid food belongs to them who by reason of spiritual practices they, 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 they practice spirituality. 
See, at this stage where you are praying, joining online prayers to pray for a testimony, you are, still, you have not, you are not practicing spiritual. You, you are looking for things. That's, that's different. When you practice spirituality, you can't sleep at certain times. You are firing three hours on the, on the, continuously. Have you, have you forgotten Jesus? Jesus was, the, oh, can I teach you something today? Oh, some of you have gone home already. Jesus was the son of God. Do you understand what I'm talking about? He was God. The Bible says that Jesus is God in flesh. But the Bible says that he arose a great while before dawn. A great while before dawn is time, time that is before 3 a.m. And he arose maybe 1 a.m. He arose maybe 2 a.m. Some of you are still sleeping online. You want to have transfer. Aleto Osita Aloko Toko Suatalaya. Shout glory to that. <laughs> Is that not true, Brother Sam? So it says that those who, by reason of use, have their spiritual. It's talking about people who have come to that state where practicing spirituality, practicing the spirit, is normal, it's a norm. By the time you enter into their rooms, they have clogged Kalaba, 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 hey, Kalaba. Is that true? Yes, you were having a conversation with them, but the next time you turn, something has, something has, hey. they've entered a different, we, call, we, say, we say they've entered a different realm. They have switched from the conversation of uh, uh, UEFA Premier League to shh, Malagada, Malagada, Malagada. Is that not powerful? Spiritual, you practice spirituality in prayers, meditations, meditations, I said what? Meditations. 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 Say meditations. meditations. You are on meditations. meditations. We are now begging you. When, when was the last time you listened to Papa's message? <laughs> I will listen tomorrow. Papa says we write exams. Okay, once we are about to write the exam, then I will go and learn. You want wealth transfer like that? You see why Christians, we are, we are, we are doing ourselves. We are doing what? Since they have their senses exercised, do I still have some small time? Exercise. They've, they've exercised their senses. They've exercised their spiritual senses to dominate their physical senses. Or they have exercised their senses to that point where their senses are now sensitive to spiritual things. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Have you seen, can you, have you seen your senses? Being, you are there, you see your hands shaking like this. You feel like praying at once. Those are currents of the spirit in your leg, in your hands. Sometimes your eyes. Oh, you are not hearing what I'm saying. Shall I go home? Right? Let me, let me. <laughs> are you here? Shout glory. They are, they are, they are, their physical senses are sensitive to the spirit now. The spirit has taken over. I see some people who are still saying how to cure the flesh. How to deal with it. What are they dealing with flesh for? This has dealt with the flesh on the cross, he crucified the flesh and his last, and has made the body his body. So he's after you crucifying you, crucified you. I told you to say, Taya, at least not money. <laughs> One of these days, I'll be interviewed. <laughs> Shout glory. Who have I said? Meditation has become part of you. 
You are meditating in driving. You are meditating in the... In fact, meditation has become part of you. In fact, spiritual things have become so part of you. You, you want to avoid people to, to, to have the time. You have come to that. You want to avoid... You have not, some of you have not reached that stages. Well, you're always avoiding people because you want to have the time, the time for yourself together with the Spirit of God. And meditate on scriptures. And meditate on, on messages. You see, and meditate. And speak in tongues for hours. If you're a leader and you're speaking in tongues for one hour, you're in trouble. So because my, 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 my work, my, my works, my, 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 you are always looking for excuses. Speak in tongues. How many tongues? Three hours. You are on the Magados, 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 Magados. You are playing song. Uh, what? Uh, uh, all the songs. Is that not true? Magados, 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 Magados. You are going and coming. Magados. The whole territory, the whole area knows that you are spiritual. I've said before when I talk about praying this, you can pray this way. The whole area knows that this, this lady is not playing. Do you understand what I'm talking about? I've lived in areas before. I've never lived in an area where people don't know I pray. You must hear that I'm praying. Either you hear it at night or in the afternoon, you hear. Everybody in my area knows I pray now. Some people say it's three months we've not seen you. I, one day I went to the guy said, ah, have you been traveled three months? I've not seen you. I said, I'm inside the room there. That's where the things take place. You must, it must happen in the privacy. That is where we see. You see, the reason why some of you, all that we are saying about 12 to is like, is this one of the topics so that you go home? To us, it is a reality. This is how we want to live. This is what we want to see Christians enjoy. We want to have meetings where Christians are going home with wealth. They came with empty pocket and account. They are going home with wealth. How? I'm teaching you scriptures. The very case study you can see is Abraham. We we'll go there right now. Shout glory to that one. Practicing spirituality. Stop giving yourself excuses. My body aches. My body this. My body that. You don't know what is happening. Now even my head is aching. All of us, our head is aching, but we are still praying in the headache. Is that not true? Our body is aching. We are still praying in the... That's spirituality. The man of God put his head in between his knees. And prayed and prayed and prayed. And said, Seven, go and check. Nothing's happening. Kalaga, Kalaga, Kalaga. Go and check. Nothing's happening. Kalaga, Kalaga. Go and... and this guy was not speaking in tongues. They said he prayed for about 6 to 18 hours. When you read the commentaries, for about 6 to 18 hours, praying, Magada, Magada, there must be rain. Mag that rain will not happen tomorrow. I don't want it to happen. I want it now. Hey, hey, hey. The guy will go and check. Don't you pray one hour and still sleeping and saying we are charging you for $40 and $20. Are you not ashamed that we must even charge you $20 for you to pray? Is it not an insult between you and God? Will your boss charge you twenty dollars for you to be in to be in the workplace early or something? Or you be in the workplace and you be sleeping? Am I talking about spirituality and maturity? Wake up! I've said it before. By the time I've taken off, don't say Papa has taken off and left us. I am teaching you how to take off with me, because as for me, as I'm going right now, I'm taking off. I'm taking off. I'm doing what? I can't see these things in the scriptures and act as if nothing has been written down. Is that not what Christians have tend to? They see all these truths. Look at the truths we've shared here. Christ is living in you. 
the Holy Ghost is in you. It's the fullness of God. We have even gone to the extent of changing certain songs. Not because we want to change them so that you can be conscious of these truths. You can still hear and see all of this and throw it somewhere and say, God, when will you bless me? Lord, when you... The man of God put his head in between his knees and fired up prayers and did what? Until he saw a sign. The servant said, now I can see a small sign. He said, that is the abundance of rain. Those God is looking for men and women, children. They, see, they are, they are, they are, they are, they are sons that are prodigal. Do you know what I'm talking about? There are some sons that are prodigal. They are everywhere, everywhere. Christians, some Christians like that. They are the club. They are their friends' places. Everywhere you find them. Today they are on this marriage, uh, my cousin's wedding. The next day is my uh, sister's uh, something, something. The next day is my uh, uncle. You have many nieces, nephews. If I don't go for their wedding, they won't come. Is that one's naming ceremony I must be? Are these things not strange and powerful? I got so spiritual to that point when my, 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 my brother's wedding, my brother's name, uh, whatever, I said, you'll be the best man. I said, me, I can't be best man. And that's why I said, if you don't be best man, be best man. I said, look for somebody. I can't be where I am right now and what I'm cooking there. I can't be best man. <laughs> Alagadosh Atalabada. My mom called me and said, Prince, it's your own brother. Flesh and blood. My brother came here. My flesh and blood. Then I said, Mom, I can't be best. Don't you understand what I'm saying? I'm cooking so that there was in some room. I remember where I was. Cooking something. <laughs> Have you been cooked before? Cooking something. Now you are now Christians. You say the powers of your father. Hey, fathers, powers, fathers, powers, fathers. All oh, these things. What kind of thing is this? This is not Christianity. You. When I say it, I'm not criticizing anybody, but this is not Christianity. Christianity is Christ at work in a person. Christianity is a person showing forth as Christ. He said, occupy till I come. The sense of one day, mommy and I went somewhere. Well, many years back, she was still in school and we're going to look for her. She was going to look for her. She was moving out of her hostel and she was going to look for a house to rent. Uh, something like a room somewhere where she can be and all that. And they had given her all the money for hostel, but she said she won't be in the hostel so that you can give me some of the balance to eat at that time. And we're all going to look for a house somewhere, somewhere. Did you hear what I said there? <laughs> and when we went, we entered some lawyer's house like that. They said, this is a lawyer. Somewhere around down, someone somewhere. And we entered a lawyer's house like that. And mommy was the one who took the lead because of her hospitable, hospitable. So she was, hey, how are you? Then she sat down. I also went there and sat, sat down. Some. And I was sitting down there. And she had called the man already. So the man said, oh, you're the one who called. Right, I have a room here. Let's go and check. They check all of that. Come sit down. The man never looked at my face. Casket. She never, the, guy, the man never looked, a man like that, elderly man. He never looked at my face. His head was just down. He was talking with mommy and when he reached my tent, his head was still down. Oh, like, this man won't look at me. <laughs> I was so much on fire to the point where when I went, he said the room was there. When I went with him, we, we, he never spoke to me. I was the one to leading the whole thing because I was coming like, uh, uh, do you understand? Who understand what I just did right now? The boss coming. And the boss, I went to sit down like that. The man won't talk to boss. 
after speaking to mommy, speaking to mommy. And the amazing thing, his head was just down. His head was down throughout. Those, those were days where you don't know. It's not, it's, it is not a man snatched out of fire. The man looked, looked, looked. When we left the place, on the forms, my number was there. The man called me. When I picked, he said, you are the reason why they, they don't give the, the house out or something. He said, I'm the reason why they don't give the house out. The, the, house, the room is not there again. The room, in fact, he even told me the room is no longer available. Then I said, ah, but when we came, you sure? He said, no, no, you are not coming. Don't, don't, don't. I said, this man is scared. I would, have, I, would have, I, would have, I would have brought down the buildings. That's what I'm talking about. That's a force. I'm not saying this because of me. The things I've seen, eh? After you have fought all the Labadi witches, I've fought them before. If I appear in Labadi right now, they know this one has fought us. Don't that test people. There are places that you, you understand? I'm not saying fighters, we are fighting. Can they fight with me? Oh, it's true. I said, I went to my hometown and some, some witches were even prophesying that see the glory on you. You'll be great. You'll be very great. Do I look like somebody will be small? Yeah. <laughs> we are now doing every power in my family. Every power in my family. And we are saying, build yourself spiritually. You say, no. And you see, the sleep is too much. Sleep small. Slumber small. Ah, you don't know how many hours I've been in the workplace. Ah. Wake up. Look as I say, wake up. There is a wealth transfer for you. Wake up. Go to Genesis quickly. Who is sleeping over there right now? <laughs> Are you here? Are you here? Proverbs 28.8. Then take us to a case. Let's do a small case study on Abraham. Then we close with the first point. What do you guys think? How many are getting blessed by this whole prosperity thing? Get spiritual. Get spiritual. I want to be so spiritual. Today I was praying. I said, Lord, I want to stand in this my room and enter into U.S. with no visa. If that, if that never happens, then it means that what we read in the Bible too is not true. We read Elijah. Elijah, I'm, I'm not, not bigger than Elijah. He had the spirit of power, the spirit of might. Elijah, Elijah, Samson, Gideon. We have the seven spirits. We, we have the seven the, What I'm teaching you guys, the spirit of understanding and wisdom. You didn't hear what I said? Some of you, you are not led. The spirit of counseling is not working. Nobody is counseling. The spirit who can't counsel you in anything. It's you, you, you. Be led by the spirit. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And speak in tongues. When you don't have anything, speak in tongues. Believe the spirit of God to supply something. Speak in tongues. I said do what? Oh. Oh, shout glory. I've given you a lot of messages. A lot of, what do you guys think? When I teach, like, I can go on break for two months and not, I say, I've taught you to, what the other day, no So I say, thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Give me NIV and let me see something before you give me the kingdoms. Oh. Masatalabasatalabasa. 
Are you in church this evening? Yes, sir. I said, are you in church this evening? Yes, we are causing a supernatural revolution. Say, I'm causing a supernatural revolution. In my finances. I'm advancing spiritually. I've stopped the 30 minutes prayers. Amen. The 45 minutes prayers. Now some people when they don't pray and say, I'll remove you from the page. They say, you remove me. Hey. One of my friends will say, well, I didn't hear all that. I didn't hear all that. You've, not, you've not been in need of something before. That is why. I can see that you're already a billionaire. Uh, uh, building off an ages, so you, the tongues doesn't matter to you. What do you guys think? We are all billionaires wanting to materialize the billionaireship. The billionaire what? The billionaireship. <laughs> he who increases, there is a way. See, the, that's why I say pray in tongues. There's a way you can put the power of God on your product. You put it on the product. You can put the power of God on something. Did you hear what I said? And that power of God will attract all the customers to be coming. You put, God has given us all of these things. So, but we have refused to use any. He who increases in wealth by exorbitant interest amasses it for another. Who will be kind to the poor? Go to King James. I don't like the NIV this time around. Come on, shout glory. glory. Let me give you a case study. Just give us a case. One to go. Can we all read this thing? One to go. Oh, it looks like some of you are already tired. But Emmanuel, are you in church? Can we all read it? One, two. See, you listen to messages like that and speak in tongues. You do what? And speak in tongues. And speak in tongues. And speak in tongues. And meditate. And make declarations. And meditate. Shout glory. One, two, action. He shall gather it for him that will do what? So are they gatherings? I've given you three scriptures. Is that not true? Of different kinds of what? Gatherings. Gatherings. Now go to Genesis chapter 12. Quickly, let's do a case study. Five minutes case study on, on Genesis chapter 12 from verse 10. On Abraham. Are we the seed of Abraham? The Bible says that we are this Galatians chapter 3. It says, they which are of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. It says, if we be Christ, then are we Abraham's seed. Genesis chapter same 3 from verse 24, 25, 26. Is that not true? If we be Christ, that means that if we belong to Christ, do you belong to Christ? It says, then are we Abraham's seed. You see, I said something, I said that some Christians are prodigal. The direction of the word, they won't go. The direction of prayer, they won't go. They have become prodigal sons. Is that not true? It is only the son that was in the house, that was occupying himself with the things that had to do with the house, the family, the father, that the father looked and said that, you are always with me. Oh, then says, all that I have is yours. So if you are in church and you, you are like a prodigal person in church, Everything church, you are coming to church, you won't come. You are coming for program, you won't come. Wednesday service, you won't come. You are doing this, you won't come. You say, when you don't come for Wednesday service, we will charge you $40. Oh, $40. And all, you are just enjoying the fact that we have said we will charge you $40, but you won't pay. 
It is in your mind. So you are, you are enjoying it. In your me, I won't pay any forty dollars. His papa Pew says for the I won't pay. Is that not true? You should be ashamed of yourself. You see, you should be you should be ashamed of yourself. You, that's what I say. You should examine yourself with that kind of mentality that we are waiting for us to say pay forty two. Should we charge you forty dollars for church? Should we charge you twenty dollars for prayers? Something you are doing for your own benefit? Should we charge you? Should we wake you up when you are asleep? When the time comes, you'll be sleeping on the hospital bed because you are not doing what we ask you to do. When the time comes, you'll be sleeping on somewhere, somewhere, on a tree, somewhere, somewhere. One day, by the time you wake up, the witches have put you on a tree. That day you see. <laughs> what do you guys think? <laughs> by the time you wake up, the witches have, have put you on a tree somewhere. He said, I had a dream. When I had a dream, I was hanging on a tree. And, and I, was, I, I wanted to touch this thing. And I, between me and that thing, they were trying to, they were struggling. And it, oh, these kind of things. <laughs> Dog, what do you think? Is that not true? But like Christ said, they say, if you refuse to fast and pray now, you will fast and pray in the hospital bed. See, the day that you are so sick and you're in the hospital and they're giving you food and you say, oh, I can't eat it. Oh, oh, oh. Is that not fasting? Involuntary fasting. You say we are doing 10 days all the day. Some of you intentionally eat. Thinking that whether Papa will catch you. One day I'll come and catch you. 10 days all the days are fasting and praying. When it's 2 o'clock, you check, you look at it, look at it, say, Papa is not closer now. It's almost time. Papa is not closer. All your friends are eating, watching, then you join them. You get a, a, a pack, watch a pack. You are sitting down. We are saying you are fasting. In your mind, the Spirit of God is saying you are fasting. No, you are fasting. No, you know it's not that you've forgotten. You know you say you are fasting. On the fifth day, you know it's in your spirit, your head. In fact, the Spirit of God is bringing you to remembrance. You are fasting. You are fasting. You say, oh, <laughs> uh, Papa is not here today. He by this time is in his room, he's been praying. Oh, uh, but, but maybe he's eating his watch too. And all that. Are this, all this is not strange. I'll be teaching on the 10 laws. Some of these things, eh, they will not, that's why Christians are not experiencing what they, some of these things, eh, they inhibit a lot of things in our lives. Your man of God, do you know what it means for a man of God to declare fast? I was watching one man of God this last week and he declared a three-day fast because he saw an accident. And the term of the church people ate and one died in an accident. The one died when he came to church. One died. He, said, he said, I didn't I declare three days. The church said, yes. How many of you, if you didn't do the three days, stand up and come? About 50 of them ran forward. They didn't do one died of accident. Died of accident. They will say the man of God is not powerful. Yet he declared it. Was there a declaration? It's not all fasting. We must say that if you don't fast, I see that God will give me give you accident. I see that you are. People want to hear that. I see. I see. If I should call, you, I, I had a dream. You had died. Yes, you just said my head, my head. You had, so you are fasting. You fast right now. You are afraid of death. <laughs> uh, this is not strange. All your I don't like dry fasting. I have a stomach upset. I have a stomach problem. You use it to fast against death. Is that not true? Who are you deceiving? 
The Bible says God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man sows, shall reap. It says he that goeth forth holding precious seed. He's going forth holding precious seed. Throwing precious seed shall doubtless, without doubt, come again with rejoicing. He said he that goeth forth weeping. So sometimes you are, you, are, you are weeping in the fasting. It is painful. Sometimes you come and meet me on a three-day fasting. You see that the second day is painful. Because Pastor Fair is there. He says, my knee is paining me. My knee is paining me. I say, if you need them, we say, no, let me do it the third day. Because you are weeping, holding a precious seed. You are weeping, holding a precious seed. He says, you shall without doubt. That is how come I know that all the fastings I've ever done, when they begin to yield results, you won't get my phone number. I know. Is that not true? Because it says this doubtless, without, without doubt. Such a person shall without doubt come and say, Oh, you are coming to church, your service. Are we talking about service? Serving to prosper. All. Oh, says you are sowing seeds, precious seeds. says without doubt, doubtless, come again with rejoicing. Holding the sheaves, the harvest in his hands. Shout glory to that. Nothing that you are doing spiritually is, is useless. Not, no spiritual activity or exercise you embark on, whether for 10 years, whether for 14 years, whether for 20 years, whether for whatever years, is useless. No, it will without doubt produce results. To doubtless produce, that's what he's saying. The harvest to come. You didn't hear that. You're going to the Lord very soon. Come on, shout glory. It says in the morning sow your seed. In the evening too, don't withhold it. So in the morning you have prayed. But in the night too we have prayed. Don't withhold the prayers. And so I prayed at once. <laughs> Even I prayed. Papa didn't know that I prayed. About it. Oh, wake up. I said what? I'm talking to you leaders. You are the future of WCN. You are the ones that money will answer to. You. If you don't become... You don't position yourself for money to answer to you. You will always be answering to money. Did I say something there? And there was famine in the land. And Abraham went down into Egypt to sojourn there. For the famine was grievous in the land. That is Abraham. He had left his father's house. Genesis chapter 12, 1. Left kindred. Verse 10. The Bible says there was famine. Do you see famine there? In the land. And Abraham went down to Egypt. Amen. Some people have gone down to Egypt and got nothing. Is that not true? They left Ghana to US or UK and whatever. They got nothing. Some too went there and got something. It says, Abraham went down into Egypt to sojourn there. For the famine was grievous in the land. Do you see the famine? Grievous. Continue 11. And it came to pass. When it was, I'm giving you a case study. Say a case study. Who did some small accounting here? I forgot all my accounting, but I know Pastor Robert did some small accounting. Is that not true? We also did some small accounting. But I did some small accounting. You remember case study. Uh-huh. So it says, and it came to pass, when was some, some two did science, maybe they should do practical, what do they call that? Biology, practical, something, something. What do they call that? Practicals. And it came to pass, when it was come near to enter into Egypt, that he said unto Sarah his wife, Behold now, I know that thou art a fair woman to look upon. Mm-hmm. Therefore it shall come to pass, when the Egyptians shall see thee, that they shall say, this is his wife, and they will kill me, but they will save thee alive. Verse 13. Say, he was telling Sarah, say, Sarah, say, are you in church today? Yes, I pray thee, 
thou art my sister. He was lying. Was he lying? He was lying. Some pastors say he was not lying because Sarah was his sister. He was lying. <laughs> that it may be well with me for thy sake. He was lying. Sarah was the sister, but he was still lying. According to the scriptures, when you see God, God called Sarah Abraham's wife, not Abraham's sister. What God calls a person is what? Who the person is. So there's nothing about sister here. So I pray thee that thou art my sister. If it was true that it was his sister, this, God would not have intervened. God interfered because he was the wife of Abraham, legal wife. If you marry your sister, your sister has become your legal wife. Are you not sister in the Lord and brother in the Lord? But if you marry right now, you are not, called, you are not just only sister in the Lord. This is my wife. True. Say, I pray thee, thou art my sister, that it may be well with me for thy sake, and my soul shall live because of thee. Verse 14. And it came to pass that when Abraham was coming to Egypt, some people say that when you have a dream, like uh, Joseph, I don't tell anybody. If you tell all the demons to stop your dream, like they were trying to stop Joseph's dream, all those are lies. When you have a dream, say it. No demon will stop your dream. It's not the demon who gave you the dream in the first place. And it came to pass that when... <laughs> did you hear what I said? <laughs> Doc, what do you think? <laughs> I close with this. And it came to pass that when Abraham was coming to Egypt, the Egyptians beheld the woman, that she was very fair. Uh -huh. The princess also of Pharaoh saw her and commended her before Pharaoh. And the woman was taken into Pharaoh's house. You see, that was Sarah. Sarah was taken into. But this was God's way of, of causing a wealth transfer. Do you see it? So Abraham is our father. Is that true? After faith. We are the seed of Abraham in Christ Jesus. For so many of us have been baptized into Christ. We have put on Christ. We are all the seeds, seed of Abraham. We are heirs and joint heirs according to the promise. The Bible says, Genesis chapter 3 from verse 25, 26, 27. You see all of that there. Amen. Amen. So we are looking, doing a case study of our father here. This is our father. He experienced, number one, wealth transfer. He experienced it first. He did what? So if we say we are working in the Abrahamic blessings, then we ought to expect the same results he had in wealth transfer in our lives, true or false. It may not come to you saying that your wife is your sister, but it will come to different channels, but it's still wealth transfer. Amen. Amen. The princess also of Pharaoh saw her and commanded her to verse 16 quickly. And he entreated Abraham well for her sake. So because of that, he gave Abraham. Abraham went, there was famine and he was hungry and went to Egypt. And this thing happened. And the king, the pharaoh, entreated Abraham, or treated Abraham well for his sake. And he had sheep and oxen and asses, he asses, and men servants. So he gave servants to Abraham. He gave, gave what? Made servants and men servants to Abraham. And asses, she asses, and camels. Verse 17. And the Lord plagued pharaoh. Did you see what happened? So the Lord made them give Abraham all those items I just mentioned. After that, then the Lord showed up and plagued Pharaoh. Who did that? Who did that? The Lord. That's the Spirit of God. He plagued Pharaoh and his house with great plagues because of Sarah, Abraham's wife. Because of what? Did he say because Abraham's sister? Because of Sarah. So God plagued Pharaoh because of uh, what? Because of Sarah, who was Abraham's wife. Is that not powerful? Is that powerful? Is that powerful? Genesis chapter 13. 
from verse 1 to 6. We are continuing from this. From the, we are continuing this one. Just I don't want to finish reading. Quickly, Genesis chapter 13 from verse 1 to 6. On that. Shout glory. glory. Who has heard something right now? Say, the wealth of the sinner is late for me. It's late for my taking. But I don't take it uh, naturally. I take it supernaturally. And Abraham went, went up out of Egypt. Do you see it there? He and his wife and all that he had. And Lot with him into the south. Verse 2. And Abraham was what? Very rich in cattle, in silver. Where did he get that from? Where did he get that from? From Egypt. Continue. And he went on his journeys from the south even to Bethel. Unto the place where his tent had been at the beginning. Between Bethel and Hai. Uh-huh. Unto the place of the altar which he had made there at the first. And there Abraham called on the name of the Lord. Verse 5. And Lot also. So Lot also that was tagging Abraham. Which went with Abraham had flocks. Heads. And tents. Uh-huh. And the land was not able to bear them. That they might dwell together. For their substance was what? Was great. So this one we'll look at it maybe next time. On wealth multiplication. But before this, they had wealth transfer. Did you see it there? So there are three means. One is wealth transfer. The second is wealth multiplication. The other is divine provision. We're going to that on Sunday, right? Yes, on Sunday. Yes, oh, I'm just enjoying what I'm teaching now. What do you guys think? Genesis chapter 20. And let me close with that. I know we are out of time, but let me finish this point. Else I may take another two months to finish all this thing. What do you guys think? <laughs> Genesis chapter 20, the same Abraham, case study. 20, Genesis chapter 20 from verse 1 to 3, from verse 1. And Abraham journeyed from thence this time to there was another famine. Again, do you see it? So it is not today that uh, Akufuado's government has failed. They've always failed here. Did you hear what I said? Yes, sir. <laughs> Did you hear what I said? Yes, sir. Uh, we said government has failed. That's the last one, they said it was Muhammad's government who failed. Is that not true? And Mama was in company, and they said, Akufa, so those things, they, they will happen. Ah, this, like this one, the governments were failing, failing every day. Amen. But whether governments fail or not, we are walking in the blessing of Abraham. Until you are conscious of that. If you have told you, if you are still saying economy is like that, I don't even know how to survive. And because of that, you are in trouble. Oh. By this time, you should begin to renew, retape, 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 say retaping, retaping. And Abraham journeyed from thence toward the south country and dwelt between Kadesh and Shu or Sheh and sojourned in Gera or whatever it is. Uh -huh. And Abraham said of Sarah, his wife, she is my sister. And Abimelech, another, the same strategy. Do you see the same strategy? And Abimelech, this time it wasn't Pharaoh, it was who? Abimelech. Abimelech. King of, <laughs> Abimelech, king of what? Gera. Sent and took Sarah. Uh -huh. But God came to Abimelech in a dream by night. This strategy is different. This strategy is different. That one, God did not appear to Pharaoh in the dream. He just said to my sister and gave him uh, what do you call it, all those things as a, a, a bestowal. What? Uh -huh. He gave all. Then after he gave and God said that God saw that he had given all to Abraham. Then God went to the house and plagued them and said, You have taken somebody's wife. It's a prophet. How can you take a prophet's wife? Do you hear what I'm talking about? 
It means that most prophets' wives are very fair to look upon. What do you guys think? It looks, it looks, it looks like that here. <laughs> Who heard what I said there? <laughs> but God can <laughs> shout glory. <laughs> but is that not strange? It happened in Egypt. It's happened again in where? Gera. Why? Why? So it says, but God, but God came to Abimelech in a dream by night. God did what? Are you following the reading? Are you following the reading? May God come to people because of you. May God come to people in, your, in their dreams because of you. Like what happened to Brother Emmanuel. May God come to you. Did you hear what I said? May God come to, to people or go to people because of you. When there was this young man who was in Nigeria, he said, I had a vision in my hotel. I had a vision and I saw you. He saw me in the vision. I was taking my money. True or false? Oh, are you, are you in this church? Can you take a cane so that we ship the Sunday school people here? Shout glory. If you are in church, shout glory. There was this young man. Yes, about three years ago, right? Well, they had gone to, he was in Nigeria in his hotel. When he had a vision. He had a vision in the vision. In the vision, I was looking for some money in the vision from him. And he called the next day, says that I have the vision of God. I had the vision about you. And in the vision, you were wanting to buy something. And you were expecting some amount of money like this. And, and I saw you in the vision and I woke up. Ah, may people see you in the vision. Did you hear what I said? May people see you in the vision. In the dreams. Maybe some people have even seen me in the dreams taking my money and they didn't bring the money. They, they decided not to even say the dream. But <laughs> the guy saw the vision and brought the money. True or false? I was there when he put the money in a, 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 a graphic. It was a graphic. A graphic. And packed his car and brought it like this as he was holding a notebook and entered the room. And put it on the table. I did it like, spread it like this. Spread it. I believe God. I've told you. I've told you. I believe God, though. One of these days, it will be, it will be portfolio of dollars. That day, you know that Papa Peace God is God. You be, when I say I'm preaching this, they say, I'm talking to you. Are you not witness of that? I'm telling you practical things. You are saying it's because it's a pastor. The vision too, is it because I'm a pastor? But God came to Abimelech in a dream by night and said to him, Behold, thou art but a dead man. So see, some people can come, listen to these messages. So instead of listening to the message, so that God will do some of the, you need a capital. God can appear in somebody's dream. Yes. Somebody says, uh, 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 what? When somebody promised me, then they fail. I, Papa, please break the demon of promise and fail. But, but then all, all these things. <laughs> I'm not against breaking the demon of promise and fail. I'm not against it. But there's a higher life. Say there's a higher life. Where the person is not promising to who, if somebody, if God appears to you, how will he promise and fail? If he appears to him about three times in a dream, every day you hear, go to my servant. Obed, and give him that money. 
He's a Muslim. Muslim. Go to the It's an unbeliever. I heard the man of God share this story like that when he wanted to build his church. So there was a Muslim man. The Muslim man did never slept. The Muslim man was what, what happened? I think the Muslim man was sick or something. So they brought him, brought him, brought him, and he prayed. And the Muslim man he didn't take anything from the Muslim. The Muslim man got healed and went to him. He was in the house when they, he had a dream that he had to bring some amount of money to the man of God. The man of God said he was in the small building at that time. Where this man came, this uh, 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 rich man came with a Ghana must go of, of, of money, holding it like this. And said, I had, I've had about three, dreams about two or three times. And in the dream, I'm being asked to bring you this money. And he brought it. Another man of God, too, shared the same, similar like that. He said that this one, there, the Muslim man came and said, I don't, I don't, in fact, I see you on TV. I don't like you. But something says that we still give you money. Every time it's like, oh my, when I see you on the something, I'm going to give this person money. It's like something, that's the spirit of God impressing on the person's heart. I said what? Impressing on somebody's heart until the person brings the money. You are looking for capital to do business. You are, you are, you are chasing from place to place. Places where we say, come and hear things on prosperity. You say, I will sleep in my house. And then when Papa gets money, he will come and pay my rent for me. Is that not true? But God came to Abimelech in a dream. May you have these experiences. By night and said to him, Behold, thou art but a dead man. For the woman which thou hast taken, for she is a man's wife. Do you see it again? It's not about sister. Verse 4. But Abimelech had not come near her. Do you understand that? And he said, Lord, would thou slay also a righteous nation? That's Abimelech asking the God, would you slay a righteous nation? You see how he's able to talk back to God? As like God said, you have taken somebody's magic. Will you slay a righteous man too? Continue. Said he not unto me, she is my wife, she is my sister. Is this not an, a, a, a conversation between a man and God? She, 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 said he not, <laughs> she is my sister. And she even, and she, even she herself said, he is my brother. In the integrity of my heart and innocency of my hands have I done this. Verse, continue. Uh -huh. Quickly, 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 quickly. Child glory. And God said unto him, you must pray. You must meditate. You must believe these things. People will receive dreams and give you money to start a business. Some will give you money to start a, a bus. Some of you will start money to buy a bus. Some of you will give money to pay for your what bills. And do you believe God for that? Instead of sitting in the house and crossing your legs and acting as if nothing is happening around you, as for you, one day, one day, Jesus will just show up and, and then turn tables around. This is, these are some of the, this is furnishing the table. These are some of the, is this furnishing the table in the wilderness? And God said unto him in a dream, Yea, I know that thou didst this in the integrity of thy heart. For I also withheld thee from sinning against me. Therefore, suffered I thee not to touch her. Verse 7. Now therefore, restore the man his wife. For he is a prophet. He is what? And he shall pray for thee. What is the role of a prophet? Pray for. So he shall pray for thee, and thou shalt live. And if thou restore her not, know thou that thou shalt surely die. That's God speaking for Abraham who was asleep. Where was Abraham? Asleep. 
Because Abraham had worked with God and had, had become perfect. God said, Abraham, walk with, walk with me and be perfect. He had worked with God and become perfect. Abraham. So God was now speaking on his behalf whilst he was asleep. And, and ordering people to do certain things for him whilst Abraham was asleep. But I mean, is that not, is that not powerful? And he said, pray for thee. Therefore, Abimelech rose early in the morning. Prompt action. Say prompt action. We talk about that in the laws. Therefore, Abimelech did not wait and say in the evening, then I'll do it. He rose early in the morning and called all his servants and told all these things in their ears. And the men were so afraid. Uh-huh. Verse 9. Quickly, verse 9. Is that all? That cannot be all, my brother. Check it and see. I said that cannot be all. Check it and see. How can that be all? The story has not ended. You say it's all. <laughs> then Abimelech, <laughs> we'll let you see it today. Or oh, you are looking at the time to cut us off. Then Abimelech called Abraham and said unto him, What hast thou done unto us? And what have I offended thee, that thou hast brought on me and on my kingdom a great sin? Thou hast done deeds unto me that ought not to be done. That's King James English. You take it like that. Uh-huh. We don't have time to read any of it. And when I said unto Abraham, What sowest thou that thou hast done this thing? Verse 11. And Abraham said, Because I thought surely the fear of God is not in this place, and they will slay me for my wife's sake. Uh-huh. Go to verse 14 quickly. To 18 so that I don't spend all the time here. And Abimelech took, do you see it here again? I said, do you see wealth transfer here again? A case study of our father Abraham, the father of faith. And Abimelech took sheep. This is, has to do with wealth. This is not Isaac or son of faith to have a child. This has to do with what? And Abimelech took sheep and oxen and men servants and women servants and gave them unto Abraham and restored him Sarah his wife. Verse 15. And Abimelech said, behold, my land is before thee. Dwell where it pleased thee. Uh huh. And unto Sarah he said, Behold, I have given thy brother a thousand pieces of silver. Is that money he's talking about now? I said, Is that money? Brother Wallace, is that money? A thousand pieces of silver. Behold, he is to thee a covering of, thy, of the eyes unto all that are with thee and with all other. Thus, thus she was reproved. Uh-huh, verse 17. So Abraham prayed unto God. And God healed Abimelech and his wife and his maid servants and they bear children. Verse 18. For the Lord had fast closed up all the wombs of the house of Abimelech because of Sarah, Abraham's wife. Shout glory. Who saw that happen right now? So you can read the NIV once you go home. Shall we bow down our heads? Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the knowledge that you've given unto us. We ask that in this generation, we will experience wealth transfers supernaturally. We declare over WCN, all members of WCN, in the name of Jesus, those who are here, that they walk in this truth, in the mighty name of Jesus, that wealth be transferred into their hands supernaturally in the name of Jesus. And by the power of the Spirit, 
they will experience these truths that we are sharing in Jesus' mighty name that we pray. Amen. Shout glory. Turn to somebody say, you are about to experience some wealth transfer. You are about to experience some wealth transfer. Say, you are experiencing some wealth transfer. Say, be spiritual. Have faith in the word of God. Put it to work. Transfer wealth. In Jesus' name. Amen. Shall we all, even as we get ready to take our offerings, if you are online, you can also give your offering. Amen. Who has been blessed this evening? Uh, been blessed. Go back and listen to the messages. I said what? Go back. I spoke about Daniel. I spoke about Abraham. I spoke about Melchizedek and Tithes. I spoke about a lot of things. A lot, a lot of things. A lot of what? A lot of things. Listen to them. Meditate. Fill your hearts with them. Fill your minds with them. In the midst of all the oppositions and all the economies and all that is happening, you are full of these words. They are so rich in you. The word is in you abundantly. Amen. 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 Shout glory. glory. Hallelujah. 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 Shall we all share the grace together? Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, that's now and forevermore. Amen. Amen. We are all giving our offerings. Amen. Amen. Before we leave here, I speak into your life even as you go. May you experience wealth transfer in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory. Good night to us all. And we love you all. And please, all leaders, if you know it is your time to pray, don't skip it. Don't do what? Don't skip. Join to pray. Don't pray and do mazalaba. Mazalaba. No, we don't want to see all those prayers. Amen. Pray with fervency. Once you wake up, wash your face, get ready, pray for one hour. That's all. If you are at the war front, you don't do, now do. And we all be yawning and all that. Two of us. Shout love. We love you all. And thank you for joining. Amen. See you on Sunday as we continue from wealth multiplication. Amen. Glory.